In this episode of Talking Assets, I'm going to be discussing a case of accounting fraud involving the purchase of property plant equipment assets. So let's get started. In 1955, James Luther and Cal Turner opened the Dollar General store in Scottsville, Kentucky. The Turner family grew the business to more than 17,000 stores and annual sales of approximately $33.7 billion as of 2021. In 1999, the company hired IBM to update its IT infrastructure. IBM recommended to Dollar General at that time to replace its old sales registers with new up-to-date sales registers. Installing the new sales registers would require Dollar General to dispose of its old sales registers. And at the time, these old sales registers had a book value of approximately $10 million. So Dollar General, as part of buying these new registers, would have to dispose of their old registers that had an asset value in the balance sheet of $10 million. So in that disposal, Dollar General was going to have to record a $10 million loss on disposal. That's what the accounting standards were to require. So in order to avoid this $10 million disposal loss, IBM and Dollar General restructured the transaction to avoid the loss that was required by GAAP. What did they do? In the new arrangement, IBM agreed to buy from Dollar General the old sales registers. All right, can you believe that? IBM selling Dollar General new sales registers and they're agreeing to buy from Dollar General the old sales registers. Why would they do that? These old sales registers are out of date. They don't have any value, right? So these old sales registers effectively have like a fair value of zero. And IBM is agreeing to pay $10 million to take these old sales registers off of Dollar General's hands. At the same time, IBM increases the price of its sales transaction for the new registers to Dollar General, it increases the value of this deal from 10 million to 20 million. Sounds like a, a great idea, right? We avoid the loss as Dollar General, right? We're Dollar General, we're getting rid of our old registers, we're getting rid of them for a price of $10 million. We don't have to record a loss on disposal. And at the same time, we're getting new sales registers. On IBM's side, they get to record $20 million of revenue instead of 10 million. It's a perfect idea, right? It's it, we, we accomplished two things with a single transaction. What's even more amazing is that in internal emails at IBM, Kevin Collins, who was a consultant on the Dollar General engagement, Kevin in, an, in a series of emails says things like, a buyback of the old sales registers will erase the book loss issue for Dollar General meaning Dollar General can avoid 
recording a $10 million loss on disposal through the structure of this new transaction. And this removes an obstacle to a more rapid rollout of these new registers for Dollar General. And so also, this would be a quite a, be quite a nice deal to put this much business this far forward at a time when IBM desperately needs to show revenue growth. All right. So in these emails, IBM is acknowledging that the structure of this transaction solves the accounting problem for Dollar General and also it improves IBM's revenue. Right. It's genius. What Kevin Collins, who was the consultant on the, the Dollar General engagement for IBM, what Kevin Collins did not say in his emails was that he received an almost 50% increase in his bonus as a result of this deal closing, right? That was not mentioned in these internal emails. So what happened, right? Did they get away with it? Is this a legitimate way of, uh, of structuring a deal? And the answer to that is no, right? It, it's too good to be true. So they circumvented Gap, and the SEC did not like this. So in April 2007, the SEC charged Dollar General with engaging in fraudulent or improper accounting practices. Dollar General had to pay $10 million in fines. The former CEO and the CFO each agreed to pay $1 million in civil fines. Later in 2007, June 2007, the SEC reported in an enforcement release that IBM also shared in responsibility for what happened. And so the release said, IBM knew that Omron, which was the name for Dollar General's old cash registers, IBM knew the purchase transaction was not a bona fide sale because the equipment was worthless, would be destroyed, and that the purchase price was really a loan from IBM to Dollar General that would be repaid through the inflated price for the new equipment. In addition, IBM knew explicitly that it was an accounting impact on Dollar General's earnings that was the obstacle in completing the transaction. And IBM agreed to participate in a transaction that would solve the accounting problem. By engaging in the transaction with Dollar General, IBM was a cause of Dollar General's fraud. All right, so IBM had a hand in this accounting fraud. The SEC later ordered IBM to cease and desist the improper revenue recognition practices and ordered the company to pay a $7 million fine. Kevin Collins, the consultant from IBM, he was ordered to pay back nearly $50,000 in bonus money and also pay a $25,000 fine. So this property plant and equipment purchase transaction was actually structured in a fraudulent way. IBM and Dollar General worked together to circumvent the gap rules. Okay, so this is a an accounting fraud, right? It was it was a violation of gap. This transaction was not a sale. There was not two separate sales. There was effectively a loan made, being made by IBM to Dollar General and Dollar General purchasing the new sales registers in a separate transaction. So there was a loan transaction and there was a purchase transaction. There were not two sales. Okay, so that the moral of the story is 
the violation was the way that they accounted for this this transaction all right and so as we move forward i want you to think what what other violations might there have been in this transaction what you know it, were there any other violations in the way gap was applied in this transaction all right so it has been interesting talking to you about this classic accounting fraud case i look forward to talking to you soon take care I'd like to thank Professor Michael Knapp for this great book uh, where I've, I've learned about all these great cases and, and in this particular case where I read about the Dollar General fraud case. So credit goes to Michael Knapp, Professor Michael Knapp for developing this case.